What's good, Internet? And welcome to session 126 of Super GG Radio. We're friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your elite hacksaw and cyberpunk enthusiast, Alex Arona. Uh, though those themes and stories are problematic. With me is fellow Black Hat Joel DeWitt. You enjoying all the clickety-clackety this week? Alex, I don't know what a black hat is, and I do not hack it anyway. Don't hack, kids. It's a shame, bro. I already photoshopped a picture of the group from Hackers with you in the in the like so hanging out next to him. Yeah, you did. Yep. But uh, also with us is hacktivist Eric Getty Gettinger. Did you slice the dark web, Getty? Did you jam with the console cowboys out in cyberspace? Bro, what's up with the lingo this week? You really shouldn't be allowed to play games like this. It's really vexing. While you were talking, I accessed a rainbow table to backdoor and spoof you. I got dumber just now. That that's not real. You made that up. I do know rainbow that sequel tables the, and backdoors are real. That's and all also real, the correct it? sequel port is uh, 1433. At least that's the default port. Unless you configure it for something else. Last Stop. to the table, Alex Parks. How is my favorite script kitty? <laughs> Lols, Alex. You just pwned us all. Too bad Swordfish is a superior hacking movie. Plus, Halle Berry's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well, I am hacking into all your VPNs right now to mandate some more super GG fun. Uh, this week, we became, uh, we become the fashion police and early adopters, jump on some Steam news, then round it out with HackNet, hack fun in our backlog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and oh my god, did I just pilot a mech this week. Uh, let's start with yeah. Let's start with the mech, uh, Jupiter Moon's Mecca. We played Jupiter Moon's Mecca. Alec, I'm throwing your whole plan out of out of, out of, out of and like all out of the place, right? Yeah, I got it. Good. Okay, good. I go. Uh, Jupiter Moon's Mecca is a card battler uh, in a turn in a kind of a turn based uh, RPG style. You have you are piloting a mech, and in said mech you have uh, cards. What a hand of five cards, each one doing damage, lowering your heat or healing yourself trying to defeat the mech in front of you. Uh, Joel, you played uh, Jupiter Moon's Mecha. What did you think? It, uh, I like the foundation of it. Uh, so you described the, the card battle is basically their different attacks, which each take one of three of your sort of turns for a round, mm-hmm. and then also has a heat cost. And there are recovery items. The healing stuff doesn't always reduce heat too so sometimes it costs and then there's a separate uh like uh coolant kind of card that'll act as the heat reduction but it's it's basically just turn based you, you do your three turns of cards or if you have a card that boosts one you can do more but then the enemy has a turn you sort of go back and forth until somebody's downed uh the combat feels and it might be just because we're early on it feels a little simple uh, I mean, there there is some sort of, like, you're needing to do some tactics, which I do like. Like, you actually, I found myself a few times having to sort of strategize and then inch my way back from overheating so I could then set up the next stage of attacks. Uh, but I, I, think, I think the complexity came in more of a, I'm being surrounded by three mechs now instead of one or two. Not that my... Uh, tactics necessarily change that much you know yeah i i think that there there's a lot more to be explored with the variability of both the pilot tactics and the card set getty uh you are a card aficionado what do you think i don't know where you heard that frankly i'm offended by your statement you play a lot of cards getty (laughs) okay so uh, i actually like this because there were a couple of different elements uh besides the ones that joel mentioned that you have to keep an eye on So each one of your limbs can be modified after the fights. So you'll get uh, treasure chests and uh, currency that you can open and then equip uh, your arms, your legs with weapons. Actually, not the legs with weapons, but you can equip uh, different Modules, like heating modules and healing modules. So better weapons, so you can upgrade what you were initially given, and then... uh, you can add more armor to certain pieces, and you can upgrade some of the ancillary cards that you get that would buff, uh, like Joel said, the coolant so that you don't overheat. But in the battles, you can also 
lose function to one of the different weapons or even your mobility because the screen has a, like a, a setup with all the different pieces. So your head, your arms, your torso, legs, and the same applies for your enemies. So if you damage their weapons enough, they, they can't attack you. But you can also use abilities and, and weapon attacks to increase the heat on them so that they, they also overheat at the same time. There's a lot of strategy. It, the further you get in, the more you see it. But again, early on, this is really rough around the edges. Uh, you can see that there's also quests that are supposed to be implemented as well as pi pilot levels that will eventually add more to it. Uh, I think that with a map or some type of way to go through the battles or even select the way you're going, not to make it too much like Slay the Spire, but I think I could add a good variety to it. So, I, how does I think there is a lot to, that uh, can be adjusted for. Uh, what was it, Alec? How, how does it compare with the cards to like uh, another game we've talked about on the show, Bravery Network Online? Well, I mean, mm. uh, you're asking how do the cards range? Yeah, well, that was kind of a card battler. You built your decks. You got to choose which cards were in there for each character. Um, well, I mean, uh, so the cards are based on the modules you have equipped. So if you equip a new... It, it, when you, after you complete a battle, you can choose whether you want to grab uh, different modules that will come with its own set of new cards. And then you have to arrange them and install them based on... I'm going to put this heating module in my belt or my headpiece, and then you have to remember that if I get hit enough times and they target my head, now I lose access to those cards. So you get more powerful cards as you go. You can upgrade cards. You can spend currency to upgrade them. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a way to adjust uh, your strategy, going around and getting new cards, adding new cards, upgrading your cards. Yeah, so that's, that's how it works. So uh, I think that I'm going to end up wishlisting. I think I already did wishlist this one because it was a lot, I, I just had a blast doing it. Uh, what did you guys think? Do you think this is a, a wishlist? I, I added to it. I, I'm curious to see more. When, when or if you did, I might see what you think about it. It's There's a lot of strategy games right now. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of tactical card games. And, and it seems like the thing I liked about this one is with the whole installing the upgrades on the different limbs and stuff that that is a unique thing the premise really is becoming the more important thing than necessarily the the card play sometimes for these and, and it does have an interesting premise in that way oh yeah and uh again i i haven't played too many card battlers but this one's just stuck out with me that i it, it didn't get overly complex right away it kind of had a good ramp up and that's where i felt more comfortable when it's a, when it just throws it all in your face it, it it loses me pretty quick so this had a nice uh learning curve so i think i'm gonna uh keep going with this one i want to play this one when it comes out now uh the next one uh we were kind of you know jumping and jiving and raving about this one we played fashion police uh, fashion Police, uh, no, it's actually Fashion Police Squad. I'm sorry, Fashion Police Squad. Where you are a well-dressed man who is using his, it's a first-person pixely shooter, almost like Doom, but your weapons will turn enemies into, like, they're, they're fashion crimes. So sagging <laughs> pants, you shoot them with your gun and all of a sudden they look well-dressed. Gray, ill-fitting suits. You have to shoot them with your gun, and all of a sudden, they will, their suits will fit nicely and will be a nice color blue. And then they'll start posing, and each time it's, it gives you a, a big like, sassy or you yeah, know, and sl slip back hair, just a bombastic. huge smile. And yeah, <laughs> and they're posing too. They're very at the end. At the end of the level, they give you all of the enemies that you had converted into fashionable. Uh, they ha they walk the runway, and it is very funny. I also Agreed. appreciated that your health uh, pickups were mocktails because they didn't want to drink alcohol, so they were mocktails. And I thought, and they were fancy mocktails. They were multicolored and had very bright straws, and it was uh, it was very funny. I liked that. How could he tell they were mocktails? They, they said it's mocktails. They very clearly okay. said, like, ooh, it is a nice, refreshing mocktail. I guess I didn't hear And it. there was also a food truck that was 
in the levels and it said mocktails. Yeah. All right. So I missed the obvious signs. Okay. It was it was very funny. But did you find and, all of the secret know. pictures? Oh yeah, the secret pictures were good. Did you see the secret pictures, Joel? No, I didn't catch that. There, someone had taken uh, your character and put him in different outfits that were like him in like a basketball outfit or uh, I can't remember what were the what were the other ones, Getty. Uh, the one that stood out to me was the basketball outfit, and then there was another one of him dressed. Oh, I should have taken screenshots of them, but they were they were actually like in a good. It was just funny. You'll have to go back and find it. I, I yeah, because the reason it. the reason why it's funny is because your character sees it and goes, "Who keeps making these?" Yeah, like, nah, this isn't me. <laughs> but somebody likes them enough that they've been posting uh, these around the alleyways. Yeah, dressing them all nice. So that was very funny. You also get a uh, like a like a. A suction gun that will shoot a beam like almost like a ghostbusters beam to suck out any extra color if someone is dressed too brightly colored uh you also get a uh, i'm trying to think what else is there? there is a there's like there's a, like the super power up when you get into a boss zone oh yeah oh. you can karate chop people and yeah you backhand yeah. slap them you get a belt that you can whip them a la pootie tang i did not enjoy that movie <laughs> but uh you got a belt that will stun them uh, I'm trying. Isn't there like a, isn't there a rail gun? There, there's sort of a rail gun. The, the they're on scooters, I think. Uh, the ones running around, and you have to alternate for the suit guys with the normal gun, and then to be like a ray gun thing, you have to shoot the guys on the scooter with. Is that what you're talking there, about? There were only two guns that you had. There was the one that has the regular fire, that's a shotgun, and then it drains the color, and then you have the nail gun to help. There you go tailor suits so that they fit okay how about that boss that boss fight yeah you know the you saw the boss's name what was the boss's name i don't remember hugo boss oh yeah i I remember that it was like it was like like, huge boss but they spelled it hugo boss and i was like haha i get fashion jokes (laughs) yeah there we go uh funny uh aside to that I uh, I have I have deodorant or not deodorant I have colognes that I I purchase and since cologne is expensive I generally kind of stick to knockoffs I buy at the flea market. Uh, Hugo Boss is known as Hugo Executive. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Also, instead of CK one, it's C cone. So, I you know I I appreciate having a first person shooter that isn't truly about shooting. No. I mean, it's it's this is almost something that I could show my kids and have them play a little bit, just because it is so harmless in what you're doing in the game. Uh, I found it interesting. Like there are sections you have to like climb over fences and stuff and jump over trash cans for for this style of shooter. I didn't expect to have to do that. Oh yeah, and you could uh, you can kind of finagle like Skyrim esque running like kind of on little itsy bitsy ledges to kind of find secrets. Hmm. Which is what I did. Oh, and I'm, 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 our new thing with the podcast, we have uh, Alec on the boards over there putting footage up. So I'm actually kind of watching uh, our stream. Uh, there was a there was an informant known as Deep Coat, and he was in my a brother coat. never calls me. And and he was in a he you know, he was he was, uh, he was I'm known as Deep Coat. My friends call me Deep Coat. My mom calls me Deep Coat. My brother never calls me. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> and uh, when you go into his area, it just gets all foggy, and your character goes, "Why is there? Why is there fog everywhere?" Okay, and then you talk to him, and then leave, and the fog goes away. So, it, it, and, oh, and, oh, and if you pay attention, it is not clearly a person; it is a sign. It's like a person in a trench coat, a cardboard cutout. Oh, really? So it it, it lends to the mystery a little bit more. It's it's also again very funny. This game's got a lot of character, and it's really fun. I cannot wait for the full version to be out yeah Yeah. fashion police does police squad does a lot of very very funny things your partner is uh who's is always just never around in the second mission your partner you're like where are you i need some help and she goes i'm on a rooftop enjoying a delicious mocktail but i can help you from here go to your left (laughs) wait what it's like okay, I guess it's very. It is just yeah, very very cartoonish. Oh, you use the whip at one point to swing from uh, certain points. I actually had a little bit of trouble on that one. I feel like the the whip 
didn't quite connect as much as I would have liked, but I think that could be worked out over time. I'm a whip expert, so... Oh, you were killing it? Oh, yep. Getty, what you do in your personal time is your own business. I did not realize you could just you could actually go over the bar. You could just keep swinging with the belt. Which, yeah, again, this you stream swing is back very informative. Forth. Yeah, this stream is very informative. But uh, Fashion Police Squad, uh, A plus. I, I really like that game. It's very stylish, very funny, with a relatively positive message of, "Hey, people should." Dr-. I mean, there's not a message per se. Just very funny <laughs> that they're like, "Man, we need people to dress more fashionable." And I was like, "I guess, sure, <laughs> I guess, okay." Yeah. Huh. So, you know, everybody, sh- every girl crazy about a sharp-dressed man. You know, ZZ Top's not wrong. R.A.P. ZZ Top. That one guy. Yes. All right. Uh, the third game we played, oh, we went three. We went up to three this week, just like last week. We're going pretty heavy on these. Fallow. Fallow is a, uh, I want to say 8 to 16-bit, st- uh, very heavy adventure game. And heavy, I mean the... The themes are on a world that has been ravished by some sort of alien creatures, and uh, essentially your character is like a home, uh, a homeless man or homeless girl, homeless girl, yeah, in a, who has kind of become a part of a homeless family, and you wake up and you're trying to find the rest of your family, but in, again, it's very. I, I don't want to say H.P. Lovecraft, but it's kind of. In that vein where everything is very, you don't know if you're going crazy and there are like weird creatures that are just kind of around. It, it was it was a very uncomfortable in a, in a fascinating way. Did yeah. I play a different it's... game? <laughs> I thought you were a girl that had like been sleepwalking and this was like a, a story yep. about her, what she was going through, but not, I didn't really see any aliens. I definitely saw the alien technology or the the stuff that was abnormal or strange no there was a the 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 creature there was a creature that uh it went one was in the library they talk about a creature that was once was or is a fabled like worm psychic worm thing so very lovecraftian yes kind of yeah but uh, yeah. you, you go around right. and find items to combine to solve extra puzzles. Like, I need to get the key at the bottom of the well. And then you find a piece of rope and uh, like a, a hook or something, and you're able to get the key. Magnet. I thought it was yeah. a, it was like a stone. Yeah, magnetic it, stone. Oh, it, it's, very, it's very adventure gamey. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's funny. Story-wise, I think you're both right, because Daddy, there, there is a direct personal story of this girl and her, and her family and trying to find them. And they're there is a lot of in the world sort of world building of like this used to have a civilization and now there is this like what's left of humanity and then people who are called fallows which are basically people banished from the whatever is left of the civilization mm-hmm. yeah. and your your family's one of those fa- groups of fallows uh which uh did you guys look up the word follow what it meant i am now <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something I tend to like you let a field sort of uh, decompose and, and not plant anything for a while so the it, the soil can be rejuvenated re, uh, have nutrients back into it for the next uh, season of farming oh hmm. okay yeah. that's very cool so it's it's interesting like uh like I said, the the game is very adventure game. You're searching for this piece to fit to this cog to move to the next stage. Visually, it looks. I want to compare the colors to like Game Boy, sort of those you know sort of brown greenish tint and and lots of black and gray. It, it's, it's a lot more. It, yeah, it is more detailed than what you did out of that, but it's it's definitely that sort of tone. And and the music is really atmospheric. Sl- Yes, atmospherics, uh, somber, dour, like really, th- this this game's bleak, <laughs> for for a lack of better description, B- both in its style and its sound and the the subject matter. But they they give away the information in little breadcrumbs mm-hmm. that definitely had me hooked. Like I want to see where the rest of the story goes. I this this in fashion police I. 
unhesitatedly wish list. And I think this one comes out at the end of this month sometime. Ooh, I'm on board for that then. Because I, I, I think that I again it kept me so unsettled that I was so I was kind of ready to find out what what was happening in the world and what the next steps were and just what what happened to the family and I was I'm waiting for the Lovecraftian twist but it doesn't even need to happen it's just like the world building and what happened to everything around like what why is everything so half dilapidated and destroyed you know yep all right so uh that was fallow we also played fashion police squad and jupiter moon's mecca i hope everyone will fallow us into the break i approve getty very nice all right let's be right back And we're back. Back with the news. Hey, news. Epic Store is just giving me so many free games each week, I can't keep up. Is that is that going somewhere, Kenny? I wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one. All right. Yeah, that's not even a, that's not even a pass at the news. Uh, anyways, we got some news this week. Uh, there was an, uh, an Indie World Nintendo Direct... Uh, lots of good indies. Uh, I have a whole list here. I'm gonna kind of, uh, kind of bomb. I'm gonna bum rush this list here. Bomb rush Cyberfunk, real Jet Set Radio vibes. Tome, a photo adventure, very cool. Looks a little like Paper Mario. Loop Hero coming to Switch. We Ooh. all played Loop Hero, Loop Hero previously. So, uh, Getty, I actually went back to Loop Hero on the side. I went back to Loop Hero. They have added some stuff. I know. I still can't get past that last level though. I'm only on the still the second level, but I'm telling you is that like all of a sudden there was like new cards and new new ways to equip stuff and new now there's like skill tree I guess. I can make it awesome. two bosses into the last level and then that's it. I can't seem mm. to get past it. Got the it. The third guy sucks. He does. Uh, far loan sales sequel. Uh, far changing tides. I'm down for another one of those games. Uh, Neko Barista on Switch. Uh, Garden Story. Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, Islanders. Joel, you're going to be talking about Islanders at some point in the future, am I right? Yes. And yes, Necro- sir. And Necrobarista. Again, we're all revisiting that one. Metal Slug Tactics. I am an old school Metal Slug fan. I've played them all. Excited for this. I'm really excited for it, too. I love me and my tactics games. I just like Metal Slug. But, you know, tactics are fun, too. Uh, Tetris Effect Connected coming to Switch, Astroneer, 100 Days, Slime Rancher, Lumberjack, Lumberjack looks funny, it's a, a bear, Lumberjack, uh, Curious Expedition 2, Gang Beasts, that means I only have two more holdouts so I can stop, like uh, my PC games aren't my only party games anymore, They're all of them <laughs> have come over to Switch, I'm missing two more. What are those? Genital jousting. Nope. Yes. <laughs> Never, buddy. It is Mount Your Friends, and uh, I can't remember the name, but it's that one ninja game where you're stealth all the time, where everyone's invisible. Oh, Lord, that one. Oh, yeah. that was fun, yeah. until you get, like, right next to each other. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> game. So that's the, that's the last one of that. Those two are the last holdouts. Give me Mount Your Friends on Switch, and uh, give me that ninja game. I could talk to the developer and ask him if he's coming to Switch. Anyway, we'll go with that. Uh, and then Eastward uh, from the Stardew uh, Publishers. Eastward looks pretty cool. Uh, it looks like a little bit like the Stardew art, but uh, looks a little bit more militant. So it was militant a militant Stardew. Sounds yeah. fantastic. It was a great direct. It really was. Uh, I enjoyed uh, a lot of what I saw, and uh, got me very hyped. Especially considering there was a lot of them that just dropped that day. They're like, oh, this is out now. This is out now. This one's also out. Oh, yeah. It's like five yeah. games. Uh, you, did you mention uh, we, we got one big one missing here? What's that? Axiom Verge 2. Oh, Axiom Verge 2. I did forget that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I'll probably play Axiom Verge 1 sometime. Alec, you enjoying <laughs> Axiom Verge yeah. 2? 
I am. It, it's. I'm actually stuck at the moment. I need somebody who's better than me to figure out how to get to the next area. Okay. Okay. Noted. Uh, next piece of news: Steam Next Fest. Uh, the demos. Uh, the, those demos from that because we actually played like I think one of six of those demos and talked about it on like three episodes. Uh, Steam Next Fest demos converted 292% more wish lists to sales. So that's good. That's that's good. The Next Fests are really promoting the indies and these small devs and getting their names out there so people are buying their games. You know, it's funny. There's sort of been, of, been an ebb and flow of demos. Because I remember quite a while ago, like demos would be commonplace for a lot of PC games. And they were even didn't comment on like PlayStation 3. And then the bitter developers started backing out of that because at the time they were saying that it hurt their sales just people actually tried their thing before they bought it and <laughs> realized that they, maybe they didn't want to play it. Uh, it made sense, and it's great that indie developers are coming out there and saying, hey, try our game, especially because we're drowning in games. Like It's a sea of video games out there, and you can't drink every drop of it. So... Uh, getting some people to come forward and say, like, we're willing to take a chance to get some visibility, it, I'm sure the economics made sense. And, uh, I mean, that's how we've caught on to a lot of things, too, is just trying demos and betas and stuff. So it's it's neat to sort of be able to check stuff that early in the process. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, they again, these kinds of things should be more commonplace. I'm glad they're making a resurgence. Let's keep it going. Next, Ariana Grande had a concert in Fortnite, a lot uh, like the Travis Scott, but a little bit more interactive. There was a trippy, psychedelic world for you to explore, almost like an obstacle course, to get to Ariana. And then it was her larger than life playing uh, a concert of her music. I always, I love this idea. These things are fantastic. I do find it a little bit... uh, flawed in the fact that they're not really playing like this the artist isn't playing any new rendition they're taking the album track hitting play and it's this almost the exact same sound so do people actually like stand in front of a stage in fortnite and watch this is that how it works yes except for the person is like godzilla sized and you can jump around them and through them and yeah there's no stage i don't okay. yeah it's just literally a town and they're walking through the town and lights and, and little bubbles and things are popping up and you can fly through the air with the artist. So is this a giant PVE event then? Isn't Fortnite usually PVP? I think they disable it during, yeah, they the, disable it. during the concert. Oh, oh man, what if the performer was a boss fight? Yeah, right? I would do that. That'd be cool. Gi- giant Ariana Grande. But I don't know if they, if they want you loop. killing Ariana Grande. Yeah, would it I be a Grande like Ariana Grande? Yeah, I don't think they maybe, maybe she just explodes to a hundred little Ariana Grandes. Oh anyway. man, that's the thing of nightmares. Ariana Venti. <laughs> she's all very go. she's already tiny. Just tiny little fists that'll punch you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yes, sure. Alec, we got there we got your coffee joke. <laughs> I'm gonna make all my coffee jokes. <laughs> There's talk of fisting in here. I don't know why. No, tiny fists no. for punching. Uh-huh. Punching. Yep. It's a gun game, Alex. No, but I feel like she'd just punch you. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. With a gun. It'd be a fist a fist gun. Shoot those fists. Sony acquires Crunchyroll along with uh what was that? what was that? Funimation. So now uh, one rumor is there's talks of rolling it into PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. Okay. Making a another play to try to beat out Game Pass. I just feel like the games aren't there. But it's another idea that can be thrown into a package deal. If you are a fan of the anime and you have PlayStation Plus or are on the fence, this is a way to do it. So I read the thing saying that like they were going to try to package it in with a price increase. How much does Crunchyroll cost a month right now? Uh, I assume like $15. Could be more. And okay, I would say that price increase merit is five dollars. Well, I know that and they have a free tier that has ads. There is yes, and Funimation has the same thing, but Funimation is awful. 
The ad, the ad, not not awful as in I don't like the content. I'm saying is there are ads every five minutes. There's a timer. Uh, that, that's how uh, Crunchyroll is too. It's like every five, six minutes. It's and, not the, and the problem is that they're not varied ads. It's the same ad. Oh, nice. So it's very frustrating to watch that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm trying to see what the Crunchyroll price is. Getty, I'm Googling stuff again. What, don't what let are the him ads Google stuff. in Crunchyroll? Come on, guys. What's the ad in Crunchyroll? It's probably uh, for Crunchyroll. Yeah, because like, I know that Funimation <laughs> was just a constant stream of like the same ad about buying Funimation uh, merch. It's like, hey, I hope you're enjoying uh, this. Maybe you should watch Goblin Slayer. And it's, pay Demon, us money. It's, De- it's Demon Slayer, Getty. Demon Slayer, get it together. Uh, it looks to be there is a eight uh, seven ninety nine a month and a nine ninety nine a month. Also a fourteen ninety nine a month. Again, if you're gonna do it with PlayStation Plus, I would say yes. If it was five dollars extra, I, I'm already on the verge of canceling my PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Me too. But I'm saying is that that would not. If it was five dollars more, it wouldn't sway that decision. Yeah. You guys I pay also, per month? What? You guys no. pay per month? No, but I'm saying after my sub yearly. relapses, I I don't think I've joined. I don't play online enough anymore for PlayStation, and I don't care about the PlayStation Plus library enough to keep up with the low-tier stuff they've been peddling out lately. I'm just in the middle of Yakuza 0, and I don't remember if that is a PS Plus game or not. Yep. I'm too scared to find it out. Is. It is. It is. So once you cancel your PlayStation Plus, you don't have access to those games anymore. Nope. And no, no oh. wait. It gets so worse, Alec. Hollow Knight, Joel. It gets it gets worse, Alec. You also, <laughs> because it says it's technically in your library, but you don't have access to it, you cannot buy it digitally. It's true. Ah. Yeah. You have to buy a physical copy, and if that game does not exist physically, you cannot buy that game. Way to go, Sony. I think there's a way around it, but I mean, I found it. It was problematic in several locations. Like, I think I had to buy a, a different version. I think I bought a Game of the Year edition because mm-hmm. I to get around the because I, I the PS Plus version was the base one. Anyway, uh, also that with the news that came out today, there is going to be a GTA remastered trilogy of three uh, Vice City and San Andreas. I. I enjoyed these games, but I don't. I never got deep enough to really be a huge fan. Any uh, any thoughts? My experience with GTA was always causing mayhem, playing for an hour, deciding I'm done playing my friend's copy and giving it back. And I never did the story really. I wanted to. No, me neither. So what you're telling me is this is one of those games where demos would hurt sales. <laughs> In this panel of four, I guess. I mean, I played all those games and beat them. Keddy, is there a game that you have? Do you want to play and beat them again? Maybe. You said that they're remastered? For Switch. For Switch? I think they're going to be on everything. I think it's just also making it to Switch. Yeah, they're probably on everything. I don't know how upgraded the stuff is going to be visually, but... (laughs) What was that? That's the last (laughs) thing that I want to play on Switch. You mean you don't want to take it to your bathroom breaks at work and be like, mm, kill that guy, he reminds me of my boss. Punch him in the face. Well, I, I'm just going to say, some games don't work on that smallest screen yeah. real estate. And I think you want the field, the sense of field of vision TV-wise for a game like that. So I, I can understand that. Agreed. <clears throat> Next piece of news... Uh, Gary's Mods helping to get anti-cheat software running on the Steam Deck right now. Along with this, I just want to throw in aside, there has officially been one developer that is developing with the Steam Deck in mind. Uh, it's a very t- tiny studio, and they haven't really put too much out of merit yet, but it's just the idea that somebody is saying, hey, we are releasing this game based on the Steam Deck capabilities. I mean... Don't we kind of do that with every game that's been released on the Switch and also on PC? What? Just to also have the the Steam Deck in mind. It's similar size. Mm, well, this is the first one. Right. 
that's what that's more what the story was explicitly yeah yeah the story was that it was one but um so uh how is that anybody know how gary's mod is helping get anti-cheat software running on the steam deck so there's a weird setup with anti-cheat if you're running in windows Mm -hmm. um it the anti-cheat software runs right alongside the windows kernel code Mm -hmm. and in linux there is a complete separation nothing has access to run alongside the kernel especially not wine which wine proton steam play is all a compatibility layer that translates windows calls to linux calls so that it runs well together and you don't really see any screw-ups that means that since you can't run anti-cheat software in the same way nobody has really been putting in effort because they're so used to oh we're just going to run it with the kernel and hello rootkits yeah that was something that uh i read online that people were just gonna be like oh man they could really do some 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 wonky back-end programming with this thing but at the same time i mean that's kind of the point right Kind of the point, and it's also the reason why I try not to do anything that has EAC on it. Mm. I just, I don't like EAC, I don't like anti-cheat stuff in general because of where it's running. I don't want anything running with my kernel. No, not the Sanders. (laughs) Not the Sanders. Hey, aren't we supposed to get a gaming PC? Joel, follow up on that. Hmm. Might be too soon to follow up. We might be harassing at that point. No, I think they owe us an update. (laughs) <laughs> that uh, I think that chicken is overcooked. Boo! Would you mean that it's a little dry? <laughs> Speaking of dry, not at all. Uh, Idris Alba tweets that he will be Knuckles in Sonic Two. Uh, is there like the only thing? I, uh, man, that man, he is the Renaissance man right now. I like ninety-five, ninety-nine percent of what he's doing. I am very happy with him being around and uh, being kind of everywhere, and also not afraid to take to take the weird worlds. Take the so worlds. my only exposure to him is Thor. What 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 would be your recommendation of next watches? Oh, uh, if you want to get into Idris Alba, man, uh, Pacific there's a lot of Rim. Them. Pacific Rim was very good. I'm pulling up his movies now because. Let's see. Don't Google it, Alex. Well, Don't Google it. He was in Suicide it. Squad. Suicide Squad was very good. Week. He was in the the Dark Tower. Yes, but I don't know. Zootopia. Was he in that Tenet movie. Zootopia. And yeah, he's in Zootopia. Are oh, okay. you just on IMDb? Yes. Shit, that's much <laughs> better than Alex googling stuff. <laughs> he was. That's what I am. I said I am. Uh, cats. He was in Cats. Don't watch wow, Cats. Yeah. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. He was good. Finding Dory. Oh, really? He was in that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He plays the one of the seals. Oh, that's my favorite part of that movie. I would recommend American Gangster, except for American Gangster is like three and a half hours long, so no. Mm-hmm. Gerald. 28 weeks later? Gerald the seal. <laughs> I never saw 28 weeks later. Nobody did. No, okay. Uh, Luther was pretty good. Maleficent was okay. He, did good work. he does good work. Hobbs I mean, and Shaw was the one. He was in an episode of Aquatine. What was that? He was in an episode of Aquatine. There we go. See, he's done good stuff. He gets he gets weird, and that's what I want. I want an actor that's willing to get weird. <laughs> get, what I'm saying is get more Andrew W.K. roles. <laughs> Stay Ooh. away from Cat Dennings my girl i'm just kidding uh follow uh we just spoke about follow comes out august 25th getty looked that up thank you very much getty i didn't know so such that's thing that's the last piece of news uh and freebies going to freebies cat defense over at indie gala syndicate ultima underworld one ultima underworld two and uh there was uh, syndicate wars someone deleted my syndicate wars are all free on uh ea origins and Rebel Galaxy on Epic Game Store. I guess the only solution here is to quit my job and play games full time. Let's a- let's ask our partners 
during the break. No, let's not do that. We're not going to. I don't hate myself that much. No, but Getty does. Don't hate yourself enough to talk to your wife? No, to play video <laughs> games full time. That's already what you do, so. Video games were a mistake, Getty. All right. We'll be right back. back back with the backlog blog where we play games where Al- mm-hmm. we play awesome games nope. that alex suggests and assigns for homework nope mm. that alex says is two hours and then it turns into a seven hour marathon <laughs> it felt like two hours to me i apologize i apologized profusely i apologized on multiple occasions did he didn't I- he accuse you earlier joel yes all right what i accuse you of never finishing the homework we have records yeah. It's all... No, it's it's hyperbole. It's accusations. We slander. have audio records. We Slam have audio slander. evidence. Nobody's going to listen back that long to figure it out. Don't make me do it. Slam. I actually have it written down. Oh. I have all the homeworks written down. Anyway, we played Hacknet. Hacknet is an indie game that is puts you at the term, uh, basically a, uh, a DOS terminal for you to type in commands and experience the world of Hacknet. Where uh, you are a hacker, gets part of several, uh, multiple different collectives of other hackers doing jobs like, uh, for instance, going and clearing up a death row inmate's records, or finding out, uh, solving an IRC argument because someone says they have a particular growth. You are then go hack a hospital to get the medical record, emailed to yourself, and then forward it to the client. I mean. Uh, like that, that sounds gross. Why would you doubt somebody has a growth? Uh, it was more about elephantitis of parts of it. Uh-huh. It's IRC. You know what I mean? It's true. Everybody in IRC is yeah. special. IRC, where the men are men, the women are men, and the women are little FBI agents. So you hack by uh, by scanning the scanning the pro, your probe the computer you're trying to connect to and it will give you a list of ports firewalls or proxies you have to then get rid of the firewall by uh scanning for different uh like passwords the proxy you have uh you will gain control of another computer use it as a proxy to overload that proxy and the ports you use different programs that you acquire over the course of the game that will give you a little animation of them hacking said port sometimes you need multiple ports up to five to break into a computer and usually it has you access the files delete the files or copy the files and move on always clearing your tracks deleting all of the logs getty you finished hacknet yeah what are your thoughts of hacknet that this game made me feel bad why (laughs) because it kept poking fun at me for not being good at hacking why did you uh did you uh fat finger a bunch of keys and say the wrong thing say the wrong thing like instead of uh port hack you put port porthuk or something no because you don't even have to type in any of the commands oh you put like a letter and then you it'll finish the command for you yeah it'll automatically do that for you so you don't even have to type most of it but i found that it was tedious, uh, it was repetitive, okay. and okay. Uh, every time I thought that I was getting the hang of it, it would uh, throw something else at me and I'd be like, oh, well, now I have to figure this out. To the point where you get back hacked by one of these other yeah. guys and it completely shuts down your terminal and you literally have to go through command by command in that DOS version and unhack yourself. And I could not you, figure it you out. You essentially hack the other person's computer and copy a file, uh, basically a server XML file that knows how you, uh, teaches your computer how to run, and then you install it on your computer, and then your computer runs again. But 
nobody explicitly wrote down how to make it through that section. So uh, there was a lot of guesswork. There was mm -hmm. over a half an hour of trying to figure out how to get out of that. Yep. And uh, I felt defeated at that point. I felt like a bad I think, person. I think why... I think the idea for me and why I kind of gave a pass to kind of all of that was because if you went to every computer, they all had the same four files in the, in their, like, you know, where the registry is, where you find the files of where everything is running. And Reports. they at one point explicitly have you delete it. And that crushes that, that basically crashes an entire PC. So I think that the idea being, he does that to you, and you're just essentially still doing the normal hack stuff. You just don't have visual of it. So you have to figure out how to copy the file that he kicked out of your folders and put it back. Yeah, it's just easier when you can see everything that you need to be able to do. Yeah, you're essentially doing it blind. Yep. So, But I I liked... that. Like The thing is, though, is that a lot of it is repetitive because it is go to this computer, find this file, either change a name or delete a name or copy a file. But when it did put that stuff on the head, it, like, it was meta because the whole game shut down and your whole PC rebooted and popped back up and it's like, oh, crap, he hacked my thing. And that was very fun and funny to me that I was like, oh, crap, what the hell? What a jerk did that to me because he, he sends you an email and he's like, oh, hell no, I'm done with you. Delete your file. Yeah. So that... That made me laugh very, very hard. Joel, what do you, what do you think of it? I, uh, I wanted to like this game. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea of it. Um, I struggle in practice, and I'm gonna give you an anecdote from college. Uh, I took one C plus course, C plus plus course, uh, for my operations and information management degree. Ooh. I did mostly supply chain management stuff, but I figured I should try something and see if anything appealed to me. You so fancy, Joel. I, yeah, you fancy. I struggled from day one with that class. Like I was getting maybe C's in my assignments, and I did to never a C plus or a C plus plus. Ha 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 No, I, I didn't rate that high. Um, I, I was lower language, but the we got like halfway through the semester, and I got this homework assignment, and I brought it to our apartment, and I stayed up all night trying to figure out how to do this thing. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't. Now, I would rack my head over, like, my notes. I would uh, try to, like, try from, you know, different cha checks, like, make sure that all the syntax was right and that I didn't make any typos. Couldn't figure it out after staying up all night. This is what that was for me, like, in a bottle. <laughs> right here it was just like another reminder that this is not my area and i should stay in my own lane gaming <laughs> uh i i told you i'm i'm going to beat this game through sheer will yeah <laughs> because Bless you. i i want it i ha i have to get through that finish line but it's going to be piecemeal like i'm gonna do like one or two a night and then let it go because at that point that's all i could fill i, I could not for the life of me remember half the commands throughout the whole thing okay. like i i should have written down a notebook i should have had a separate screen open with all the commands listed somewhere okay uh, so there is um it's help one help two or help three will give you the pages of basic commands like copy or deleting blah 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 if you want to see your file or your what your programs are they're back on your computer under bin the bin folder has all of your programs and the thing is though is that like getty said so there is an smtp smtp hack and all you type is sm and you hit uh tab and it'll fill it out and all you gotta do is fill in the port then you see but, you explained all of that and it's just a completely different language okay like, so <laughs> to make it very simple and there there are a couple of things that you can do you can actually create a document like a small little blurb and put it in your like the memory Notes. space and you could do it like that so that you remember what to do but joel it's it's literally the same thing you have to type in that you're gonna probe after you probe mm -hmm. then you have to break down the barriers whatever they have up and when you start doing that 
it could start the timer. And that's what was really frustrating to me because until I got to the end, and there were even a couple of times on the last screen where I had to redo it, for the life of me, I tried to time it out and make sure that I had everything set up, but I still wasn't fast enough. And that was using the complete commands. So did you have um, did you have a pro- it was one of those ones with a proxy, right? I had five, and I would hit all five <laughs> so of them. I was behind five five proxies. I would yeah, hit all and, five yeah. of them, and then I would wait for it to finish it, and then I would immediately start typing, and then it, it would just like dead screen me, and I'd be like, "All right, well, I was waiting for everything else." And it, it gets even trickier because after you get through the proxy, you can close those so that you free up more RAM. But there's no yeah. guarantee that it'll actually finish unless you do it in the right sequence because each one of them takes up so much RAM on your screen. And I just felt like I was... In some games, I feel like I have a lot more control over what I'm able to manipulate. In this one, it it didn't feel that way. It felt, again, very repetitive. This, is somebody's, this is somebody's game. The, the one that you're it's referring to, Getty, you're not supposed to be... You're not. You're supposed to be able. Like you get in there, grab the one thing, and get out. It's like a. It's really. Uh, there's one that is no, no, purposely I'm like about the end, the last one, in order to get the oh, final. Oh, the last one. You know what? I actually didn't make it, and the timer bounced back up. It gave me extra time, so I don't know. It didn't I don't know. I didn't me. have that from. I had to do it three times. I was pissed. so. Um, yeah, but there is also one that it's like you have like two seconds to get the file after you break everything down, and that's like on purpose. It's like it's supposed to be a, like a oh god, then it's done, and then later on your guy goes, yeah, that was that was messed up, wasn't it? That was cra- that was a crazy one. I don't know how you did that. That was it was crazy. Um, and then yeah, it just uh, there's very hints of a story via emails and IRC chat. That's pretty funny. There's some like little bits and pieces there, but for the most part, you can kind of just oh, there's a lot of story. A lot of the game yeah. is reading and trying to figure out what's going on, because even as you jump from these different organizations and you get more and more backstory, you you find out that the one guy bit, uh, he's gone missing and you have to try and find him and you're looking at the files for this other corporation and uh, you're finding all the back, like the back end shady stuff that they're doing and yep. one of the programs that they're trying to use is Hacknet. So Which... With, no, 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 it's not, no, HackNet is the, is like the kind of the project, it's port hack. There you go. And, and, and the thing about it, so. but that's the, that's the thing that you're given right in the beginning. Yeah. So the idea is they're, they developed a super secret program that'll hack ports, any port, and uh, Bit gives that to you right in the beginning. It goes, hey, here's a tool, you can use it. And you don't even know that that's what, he stole that and gave it to you. And then he died over it. Now he's dead. Hmm. And you killed him, Alex. So it was. It was one of those like he he you know the, where uh, the answer the answer to the problem was in the hands from the beginning of the story. I you know what I mean? It was port just, hack. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stealing something that's digital, as someone who works in software development, that just that suspends disbelief too much because they're so many backups there's no way to completely delete software there's no way to completely delete development on something i mean i hacked you, like 20 computers when i was playing yeah. so mm-hmm. i i destroyed all the backups oh and then the phone, thing, the, backups. the phone thing i just couldn't for the life of me figure out when i was supposed to be trying to ping to find that there was an additional phone that i should be hacking I mean, I've I've got a hammer, Alec. Let me see your computer for five minutes. Well, uh, my computer is different from a work environment. Also, it's backed up to the cloud. Um, the other thing is, uh, I actually the the problem I had this time cloud was that they tell Linux. you that we have a we have a program that hacks phones connected to PCs, and they go, our password is admin, and the password is Alpine. Yep, and for everything they said for everything and i i was sitting there racking my brain for like 20 minutes being like what is the password for this phone where am i supposed to get the password for this phone and i couldn't figure it out and then i i, I was like oh right look oh it up. that's like, right oh, it's Alpine swordfish everything. swordfish it's always swordfish getty how did you feel about that heart hack <laughs> that's <laughs> i already said it took me three tries oh you mean to to kill the guy that was yeah. messed up. Joel. What? At one point, you hack someone's pacemaker. <laughs> and you no, the, it's That's the family's bad. wishes. 
It's a whole thing. That's that's wow. You you install you install test firmware and you reboot it. That's <laughs> that's and you, farther than I expected this game to go. That's that's why I like it is because it takes it further than what I expected. It goes into a different area and does things that like you know hacking hacking can be boring. It's just lines and command lines and and here they make it they give you a little bit more to do with it that yeah. makes me feel like there is I, i'm i'm despite me only seeing a terminal it gives me enough to feel like i can visualize what i did and know what i did i helped this guy get off death row because i deleted his records you know what i mean i did something else and I, I you know i hacked onto someone's phone and on his phone you can see like yeah but emails to his like partner and stuff like you that. also like, oh, that's pretty funny. got some dweeb a degree in something oh yeah you gave a guy <laughs> a degree you hack it to the university and change his degree yeah or you insert a degree for some dude like mm. but after you do all that stuff it's like congratulations you're now ranked 80 out of 100 do 10 more of these like no <laughs> Each Please. one took me like ten to fifteen minutes, maybe, mm-hmm. which is a lot longer than two hours, which was what I was promised. I didn't promise anything. Well, I promised you hacking. I, I promised you hackity hack. I thought clackity clack. The whole goal of video game homework was to keep it relatively short so that everybody could complete it. That's true, and to make us not feel awful about ourselves. Getting every video game homework, despite whether it was mine or Joel's or your own, has made you feel awful. Really? Uh, did Angband make remember. you feel awful? Oh, that one, that one made him very awful. He got really mad. Zangband was very funny. I like Zangband. And I like Hacknet. I like the story, and I like that it goes places that give me... Uh, just something else to do, or get, or you know, it puts the idea something. Like, it makes me play a video game differently. So, I'm glad I suggested Hacknet. Joel, you're up. To what? To choose something? Yeah, not now, but I mean, yeah, man. Okay, I was gonna say. Please pick <laughs> this time because if Alex picks another game, no, we went through the rotation. We're going. So I'm not. I didn't pick out of order. I'm going through a rotation. It's always me. Joel Getty, and sometimes Alec if he's in a, if so, he wants to or not. So the rules are that try to get something that is not too long, something we all haven't played, and um, preferably not punishment. More like okay. a like we should we should want to like like a like a, you would write a video game essay about like what, yes, why a, this a, game a is no, like a noteworthy game or something worth raising up at least as an interesting thing to talk about and that's again why i brought hacknet just because i wanted something different you know it's not a shooter it's not it's not an rpg it's not it's just using the medium of typing to get somewhere and tell a story that i felt like goes places that like it could have just been boring but it isn't so uh think about that in the future joel because you're up all right now Let's move on to one last thing. One last thing. We'll give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend, you the listener, to the weekday. For me, uh, I got to think on this one, but I'm thinking right now about how I'm about halfway through Necrobarista on the Switch, and it's really a lot of fun, and I really like it. And I'm, I feel like that is a, it's an easy medium to go. They have made improvements and added features that are very cool that font is too small and there's not a way to adjust it ouch <laughs> that's that's tough for a visual novel <laughs> well it's bonus text you know those bonus text when there's like a highlighted text you can click on it and it'll give you more context yeah. those are like some of the best jokes and yeah, i sure. can't read it on that screen it's it's way too small and i not just handheld i put it on the tv and it's still like i am struggling that's just coming. I think that's just because you're getting old, man. <laughs> also, shout out to Julia Stiles. Joel? There, there's no contents for that in this record. Nope, there really <laughs> Doesn't need to be. Um, Doesn't need any, to be. Anyway. I'm keeping my shout outs random. That's going to yeah. be the theme. That's fair. It can be the ARG for people who want. 
listen to us. Yep. Uh, no, I uh, I actually don't have much video game stuff to talk about this week. Clearly, um, been busy and things are kind of hectic right now. So I've actually been. Uh, my wife does things called diamond paintings, mm-hmm. which are like oh. it's basically just like a big piece of fly paper with squares on it with numbers or letters attached. And you take these little beads and you attach it to different like spots, and then the final thing's a big picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got me one of Rivendell, so I. Oh, uh, damn, that's cool. Where's that? I have, I have. Hmm. Where's that? Uh, Door of the Rings. Tell it where it is. <laughs> right, it's, it's, it, it's a country in northern africa yes there we go <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was new zealand <laughs> yeah yeah it's that's, new zealand. That is i know i know no less than four people who have been there habits it's definitely not isengard <laughs> filthy habits again i know no less than four people who've been there but anyway if if anybody knows of a gaming equivalent of diamond painting let me know don't don't make me find you like paint by numbers video games because I will. I I heard Picross is pretty good. Picross oh, I love is very Picross. good. I have wasted. And they so they many came hours. out with Sega one I think recently too. Yeah, Picross is very good. Hmm. Maybe that'll be my carryover. Getty, what's your one last thing? I was trying to find Hades on the Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Where is it? <laughs> is it out? Did yet? they take it down? Did they? Uh, they not even. Did they say oh, we're not going to release it anymore? No, I thought they said it was. Uh, Donde esta el Hades? Because I would have, <laughs> I would have played it on Game Pass, but I guess it's not here. But you know what they did give me? Microsoft what? Soltar Collection. Ooh. Yeah, I forgot they did put the that Legend on of Soltar <laughs> coming. Legend on, of Soltar eight sixteen. That's hot. Get it's a new that. hotness. Hot Soltar action. Maybe, I maybe also, it'll pop up tomorrow. Uh, I, you know what? I will. You know, I'll say it's worth the money. It's like two bucks. Solitarica on phones or on PC. Solitarica is great. Great solitaire. Alec, your one last thing. And I am uh, just trying to survive this week. It's been rough last couple of days. Here's gonna coast through. Uh, but looking forward to more Axiom Verge. And more Final Fantasy. And also being our tech guy. And yeah. putting up some great uh, footage while we're talking about it. So thank you for that. I feel, like, I feel like you really enjoy like kind of mess tinkering with that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. Tinkering is so much fun. <laughs> and that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we are streaming. Uh, I got to figure out my next game on Sunday. Uh, Alec is doing Metroid Mania Mondays, 2D Tuesdays. We got nothing on Wednesdays, Thursdays, podcast night, Friday. Kevin hopefully will be back to Pokemon Fire Red. And Saturday, Joel is Skylanding it up. Skyland style. Fan. Family event. Yeah, Ooh. it's been good. You just beat Spyro, right? No, we're not done with that yet. We're not far from it, though. Okay. I, I think we'll probably finish it within the next week or so. Okay. Now, uh, also, look out. We have the reviews. We got the written reviews all over our website, superggradio.com. We have a Boomerang X review. We have uh, tomorrow will be uh, Ease, I want to say Ease 6. Ease 6 uh, Salaterica will be uh, will be out. Also, and that's Friday, which this episode will be out. Omno. Omno, like a, more of like a walking experience PC game, uh, came out on uh, a review of that, came out Monday. And uh, we have a beta breakdown, beta breakdown of Not For Broadcast went out live today as of Thursday. So keep an eye out. We got more coming in the following weeks. Uh, we have another beta breakdown coming out. We got some We got some more written reviews. I know I'm writing something. Uh, Joel's, Joel's got a couple in the bag. So it's going to be a, a good content uh, coming up in you know, the next coming weeks. I know personally... I have two beta breakdowns in the bag ready and at least one other one that's going to be coming out. 
If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide a review on iTunes or the keep your hands off my kernels of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. GG. GG Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody. Just rated somebody that we follow because why not?